this water race comes up and she's like, there is no fish in the pond. And he's like, pay up sister. And she's like, but there's no <laughs> fish in the pond. <laughs> so I love like, that voice for her. That's so good. Cause I read it too. where she's like, we have nothing to eat. <laughs> <laughs> the ponds run dry. <laughs> My skin is drying out. My sisters are hungry. Please. Let it slide. And Tamlin's like, no! Get out of here. My tummy hurts from laughing. Holy shit. Do you like boys with wings or maybe horns or tails? Maybe you're into scales. Perhaps you want to be the queen do you find yourself attracted to fictional characters like maybe vampires do werewolves make you cream then welcome to our podcast this is the place for you freaks and geeks are welcome and weebs will take you to fantasy time starts now set sail to a land of books and joy and big day Hi, Paris. Hi, Fleen. Hello. I am very excited for today's episode. It is a very special episode, near and dear to my heart, with the book that we're talking about today. Wow. We made it. You know, (laughs) we're here. Like, dreams really do come true. You can make your dreams from memes. Um, I'm just really, really just so happy I am right too. now i think we should also maybe just preface this episode by stating that i i've had i've had some wine um i think you <laughs> i may have just heard a slurp on your end as well um what are you drinking this evening i'm a little i'm blushing a little bit i had a <laughs> glass of moscato but it's probably Ugh. not that high alcohol content mostly just um sugar do you not like moscato beer? i i uh, used to i used to only drink moscato and like super sweet wine and if that's what you like then more power to you because um some moscatos are incredibly cheap to buy and you save money that way but i uh since working at the vineyard um, not to say that you have cheap taste, because you don't. I also like Moscato. But since I have worked at a vineyard, um, I have developed a taste for red wine, which I hated before. And so now I am more of a red wine drinker. I like the um, like richer, bolder wines rather than the sweeter, um, more syrupy ones. All right, bitch. Okay, you didn't have to come for me like that. <laughs> well, for your information, I've had... <laughs> A glass of Moscato, and now I'm drinking red wine. So I'm Ooh. versatile. <laughs> I do not judge. Um, sorry. Okay, sorry, my palate is not as refined <laughs> as yours, Paris. Um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's it's okay. I just bought like cheap Moscato from Winco, and then cheap yeah. ro- like red wine from. Um, Uh, Trader Joe's. Yeah, I mean, I hope you don't think that I'm uppity because the wine that I'm drinking, I opened two weeks ago to cook with, and it's been sitting on the counter with the cork in it for two weeks, so it's like an acidic bitch. She's... (laughs) She's No, I would never think you're uppity in Paris ever. (laughs) Ever, ever, ever. No, you are not uppity. But it's still wine, so I'm still drinking it. Basically, folks, we're getting crunk, okay? (laughs) We're getting a little bit... (sighs) 
tipsy, okay? So, um, yeah, this is, uh, you know, not trigger warning, but this content may not be suitable for all audio listeners, for all <laughs> viewers, okay? Also, there's the spoiler alert. Big ol' fat spoiler alert. We, today, are going to be talking about Probably one of the best books of all time, yes. in my opinion. One of my favorite books ever. Uh, probably my favorite book. Uh, <laughs> A Court of Mist and Fury by Sarah J. Mass, which is the second book in the A Court of Thorns and Roses series. Mm. And because it is a 600 and something like 612 page beast, uh, we will be breaking this talk up into two episodes because we have so much to say. I have a lot to say. Mm. I have a lot oh of God, notes. Dude. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so because I just have like my summary. I don't really have a lot of notes for this half. I do have notes for the second half. But since Paris and I are both not finished with the book, and we would like to take our sweet time with this, there's no need to rush. I just want right. to savor it. Just savor it. Although I did, <laughs> I have gotten to the point, the juicy, the literally and figuratively juicy point. Yes. And yes, um, yes. oh my God, dude, Ooh, like. The faces I make, I can <sighs> feel my face. Do you? It's embarrassing. Do you make the faces that are described in the book? Like when she's like, he scowled at me. Do you look up and scowl? Because I found myself doing that. And like in the kitchen alone, like reading next to my window, the fire escape. And I'm just like scowling outside towards the fire escape. And my neighbors probably think I hate them. But I, <laughs> I've just been making these faces as I've been reading the book. Oh my god, I love that. No, I do not make the facial expressions, but I do say some things aloud. I love to read the dialogue aloud, and yes. so like if there's like if there's a purr or something happening, or you know like I so I play with the voices, so I do read aloud, and it's sometimes like it's involuntary a well, lot of the time, and it's I a have, little bit embarrassing. I have a question. Then this is mm. this is very important. What mm-hmm. uh, sound like what does Reeson sound like? Do you give him an accent? I do not give him an accent because uh, even though I took an accents and dialects masterclass, <laughs> I feel like I am, I am not sufficient. Like I just don't do it justice. So, I as I've I've told you before, but not on this podcast. When I think of because recent was described as like having like a lover's voice, like yes. a lover's laugh. I, I wrote it, but down also somewhere. deep and masculine. Yes, yes, he has a, like and a lover's laugh. Like you, yeah, you just said. Sorry, I'm just repeating what he said. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, can I yeah, also? No, I he, need to ask a quick question. Can you hear okay. Brady's like typing in the background? No, ma'am. Editing Fallon here. At the time that we recorded this podcast, I truly did not hear the clickety-clack in the background, but now I can. So let's just pretend that it is a giant crackling hearth before which we are having this conversation. I think that sounds a little more romantic. Okay, carry on. No, okay, because in the last one that I recorded, I listened to some of it, and I think you can hear like a faint tip-tap in the background, but if it's not too overpowering, then like it doesn't matter. I don't right? care, and I don't think okay. anyone else cares. Yeah, no, okay. I can't hear it, um, yeah. and I apologize if you can hear my munching. I'm eating um, no. <laughs> dried uh, coconut strips. Delicious. You Trader always Joe's. have the most wonderful snacks. 
Thank you. I've tried to up my snack game because I would just not eat, and then that would not be fun for anyone involved. Um, no. So Casper was like, why don't you buy yourself snacks? And now that um, <laughs> I'm, you know, an adult, I'm, I'm upping the snack game because they're important. So, yeah. Also, yeah. sopping up the alcohol helps. <laughs> but those omega I should do that, but I don't have any healthy snacks. I only have <laughs> Pringles, and oh. I need to get... <laughs> Girl, I didn't say healthy. I'm eating chocolate uh, cookie wafers as well, um, but I'm just eating the coconut right now. (laughs) (laughs) But um, recent, uh, yeah. So I, what did I? What would I do? Oh, so his voice was like deep, but sensual. And like Mm. when, since I like to read aloud, I wasn't about to just be like, Pharaoh. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't. (laughs) I wasn't gonna like drop my voice octaves also because like that's tiring on my voice and I've already shredded it playing a male character so like I don't know it just like wouldn't sound good so I imagined the only voice that I could come up with that I had heard because I'm like super reference reliant mm-hmm. um was Christian Bale's voiceover for Howl, the American version of Howl's Moving Castle <laughs> which you and I watched together and I told I love you this that movie I'm glad you liked it. I wasn't sure. It was a little like watching it with you. I was like, okay, this movie's a little bit out there. No, <laughs> I was it was actually a little bit really, subconscious. It was wonderful. It was the first time that I had seen. Um, it's Miyazaki, right? Mm-hmm. It's the first time I'd seen one of those films, and um, it was amazing. I think I used to be very afraid of anime, and I did not want to watch it at all. But just like recently, this past year and um, this year in 2020, I've been watching more anime and it's been really fun it's been a great adventure and we should totally do a podcast on that but I really <gasps> liked that movie a lot I'm so and glad I felt like I understood why you liked Recent so much when you read these books because there is there are definitely parallels between Recent and Howl yeah they're so <laughs> hot they're both so hot <laughs> They both have those wings, you know what I'm saying? Yes, and you know there are other like wonderful male characters, like like strong hot male characters in Miyazaki films too. But none of them had that like sultry feeling. Like they were all honorable and wonderful, and like some of them are womanizers, some of them are just like noble young lads, whatever. But I felt like Howell like had that. Oh, and I I remember like watching that video that I sent you. I sent you the um, like behind the scenes clip of yes, like all the voiceover actors, which are they were just so good. They're just, it's mm-hmm. just so well done. Um, but and he's like, go away. And I like remember like eight year old me just being like, oh fuck, and, like I was <laughs> like, wow, this is amazing. So I imagine um, every time I'm like, what does Reese sound like? I just imagine that, and that is how I do it. I will not be doing a demonstration um, on this Damn podcast. It. Uh, Damn sorry. It. <laughs> I'll have to get a little bit more drunk for that shit. <laughs> uh, so I'm just going to keep it to myself. Someday. Someday. But, uh, we'll... Yeah. Do you give him an accent? What do you, how, how do you envision well, cars? So he says love and darling a lot, which mm-hmm. aren't really words that come up quite often in like American dialect at least like people I talk to don't really say like how's your day love and like how's it going my darling so I kind of read him with an English accent hot yeah hot but like a like a a rich honey flowing melt your panties English accent (laughs) I love it (laughs) 
I love it. I also will say, I, I did not like this discovery that I found, <laughs> but I wanted to give you credit anyway. Mm-hmm. I found that when I tried to envision like a real life cast of recent, mm-hmm. I kept envisioning the guy from Lucifer. Yes, I okay. So I I really liked that show, and I started watching that show, and I was like, God, this actor would make a great recent. And yes. the latest season just uh, became available on Netflix, and I have just been eating it up. It's delicious. I, I watch it. I mean, okay. So part of my opinion. Sorry, I put ice in my mouth. I'm gonna spit out. <laughs> <laughs> I keep forgetting what I'm doing. Um, so yeah, I watched it when you recommended it to me, and I was like, ooh, this is like a fun, just like kind of trashy show, but like Absolutely. it's well done, you know. Like, but it's 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 a little trash. It's, it's definitely like a like guilty pleasure show. Total fan service. For sure. And so I was watching it and I'm just like minding my own business, embroidering your bookmark, you know? But then of course, like (laughs) Casper walks in and is like, what the fuck is this garbage? And so like (laughs) at that point I was like, fine, I just fucking won't. I'm tired of being made fun of for this trash TV that I watch. And like, it's not like there's like a history of being made fun of, but I was like feeling self-conscious and I, I knew it was a bad show. Like I knew like it wasn't, like it was it was not game of thrones okay mm-hmm. like it was a guilty pleasure and so i stopped watching it um and it was also like pretty predictable i was like i know what's going to happen but yeah i still had like his like sexiness in my head and so it would like manifest when i was reading and i'd be like oh fuck it's recent like i feel like that's a cast i've i have scoured pinterest and i do every week for new humans to place <laughs> my images on and I just have not found anyone better I have not oh absolutely I I know I, I know what you mean I do that too with um characters that I read in books so Cassian mm-hmm. I have this guy I will send I'm sh- I'm sending his Instagram please to you right do. now please his do name it. is Brock O'Hearn oh and- I know exactly who you're talking about yes you do <laughs> so this is the guy that I imagine this is this is my Cassian Cassian looks like this for mm-hmm. me Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's got, I mean, Cassian obviously has the hazel eyes. Brock O'Hearn has these, like, very piercing blue eyes. Um, mm-hmm. But I think he's Cassian all the same. He just right. is, he's gorgeous. He's a gorgeous man. Yes, and he's, like, stocky, you know? Like, he's yeah. thick. He's, he's thick a big, he's like a brute. Yeah, he is brutish, yeah. And, and he's I got that gorgeous, like that. long, luscious hair. <laughs> yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> there is uh, my favorite artist, Charlie Bowater. She does yes, my I favorite. Love her. I love her shit. And she, mm-hmm. I'll, uh, I'll send it to you as well. She, her like um, kind of, not compilation, but her A Court of Thorns and Roses, like the series artwork that encompasses yeah. all of the characters, um, like all the main characters. So there's like recent and favorite in the center and then um cassian and asriel on the top right and that depiction of cassian i was like that is this is my bible that is that is true for me and i i don't like it when i just dropped my notebook i don't like it when um people like give him like curly hair or like i don't know they just like make him look italian and I do not <laughs> see him as Italian at all. Um, and so, yeah, that is the art yeah. that I, like, base it off of. Um, yeah. I just, I, wow. I love, 
I really like her depiction of recent. At first, I was like, oh, he kind of looks old because like underneath his eyes they're kind of darker and his eyebrows are knit together in this way that kind of give him the scowl mm. and it, I was like oh he kind of looks old but then I remember it I was like oh he's like 500 years old like yeah, even though like he, he's a fae 30 years old yeah he's not like a new high lord he's been around for a while so like yeah. maybe he would have like a face kind of like that and he's still like devastatingly handsome in her art but I just I've really grown to love her art, and I love how it's kind of, like, soft and, and brutal at the same time. Yeah. Just like yeah. this She's a great story. artist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah should we, shall we talk about the book? <laughs> yes, let's talk about the book. Okay, so <laughs> this is where the spoiler warning really uh, begins. Here comes a spoiler, so don't be mad, we've warned ya. You've only got yourself to blame if you keep on listening and learn some things that you really don't want to know. If so, then go. So, here we are, back <laughs> yes! in the land of Prithian. If you don't remember, is the giant island continent on this planet that is divided between fey and humans. Now, it's not divided equally. Humans just get the little southern tip of this giant-ass long dick-shaped continent, and the rest belongs to all the fey. So, uh, where we've left off uh, from A Court of Thorns and Roses is Feyre and Tamlin are returning from under the mountain, where they have been tormented by uh, the fey queen Amarantha, who is the general of the king of Hybern. And Hybern is a, another island continent to the west of Prithian. Uh, and he is making money moves to retake the lands and wipe out the humans <laughs> slash enslave them again, which they were slaves 500 years ago, but then there was a war, and then there was a treaty, and now humans are fine, but like some fair are like, we want to be overlords again. We hate democracy. And... Um, so, uh, Feyre went under the mountain to rescue Tamlin and all the other Fey by breaking the curse that Amarantha had set upon their lands. And uh, in doing so, uh, she got got, she got her neck fucking snapped. Okay, <laughs> snapped, Amarantha cracked. beat the shit out of her, beat her to death. It was death. bad. It was <laughs> not good. Quite literally, she dies. She literally dies. And, uh, <laughs> but the High Lords of Prithian, of which there are seven, yes? Yes. Seven High Lords. They all take a little, a little drip drop of their, you know, just flowing power and, uh, drop it into her butthole, essentially, and then she is <laughs> reborn. Yeah, just a little shoot of cum. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit of cum. All of them, just all seven of us. A, a tiny little dribble <laughs> for Feyre. For Feyre. For <laughs> and um, so Feyre is reborn as a Feyre. She's got tipped ears. She's got long fingers. She's got super high cheekbones. She yeah. looks tall. Yes. I kind of said that like <laughs> I was sad. You look tall. Your hair looks clean. <laughs> I'm like sad because like that's I just want to be tall so bad. I know. I know. She looks I, tall. Yeah. I'll never be tall. I'm five three and I put on the on my headshot. Oh my god, I can't even speak. I put on my headshot and resume that I'm five four. 
because you have to be 5'4 to be a Disney princess and <laughs> I just want to be tall I just I am 5'4 in my heart and and I know it <laughs> you are beautiful Paris and perfect in every way okay he says you and you're like six foot two yes but i'm a fucking giant with bad posture paris it is not <laughs> okay my boss literally commented on my slouch all right so like it's not always cracked up to be i don't get to wear heels because then every time i do i have three inch heels okay three inch heels that were advertised as two inch heels everlane lied to me I'm size 11, so I barely get to buy shoes that fit me. And when I do, they're usually too tall. And so whenever I put those on and I go to kiss my boyfriend goodbye, he says, so tall. And <laughs> that is it. He's, he's like 6'6", six, six, so that makes me, what, 6'2", six, 6'3"? Six, I don't know. <sighs> anyway, so it's a plight either way. You know, we can't all be 5'8", can we? That's the sweet God. spot. That's the yeah, I mean, spot. my my dream height is five seven. I have oh, I have wanted to be five seven my whole life, but I would take five eight. <laughs> I would gladly. take five eight too. Any day. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. So favorite is reborn Faye. All of her human imperfections wiped clean, buffed out, smooth. She's glowing. She looks great. Except she's been like tortured for the last three months, and she literally just died uh, to save her lover's life. And in the process of um, completing these tasks, going through the gauntlet for Amarantha uh, in order to break the curse, she makes a deal with this bad boy named Recent, who is the High Lord of the Night Court. And Recent came into her cell after her first trial. Her (laughs) arm is broke as fuck. She's getting a fever. It's getting infected. She's, she's covered got, in like, nasties. She's got, like, bones sticking out of yeah. her arm. She's like, not doing well. She's not doing well. She's not doing so hot. Narison's like, listen, bitch, you can either make a deal with me, and I'll <laughs> save your life, or you can fucking die here. And she <laughs> spits on him. She's several times. She spits so in this motherfucker's face. She just... <laughs> right on him. <laughs> disgusting and she smells like <laughs> shit she smells she like her sh- teeth in months months and so um recent makes a bargain with her and he's like listen okay after this is over you spend two weeks with me well they decided on a week not two weeks she like you know got him down on it and uh so he's like you spend a week with me every month for the rest of your little human existence and she's like all right sounds good deal shake on it um and she gets this awesome tattoo from her elbow to her fingertips and it's got a big old cat eye in the middle of her palm where he like watches her and shit so (laughs) Feyre she's like got this mark of the night court hated by the spring court spring court's like fuck night court everyone's like fuck night court because (laughs) night court is notorious for being bad bad boys like to torture and relish in uh, the pain of others so bad 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 tisk tisk Amarantha gets got in the end Tamlin Lucian Reeson they all like take the turn sort of um, by like brutally destroying her which is really fun to watch um, and so they make it out, hand in hand, Farrah and Tamlin. Farrah's so excited. They She's close ready the to, mountain hole. They close the mountain hole, just butt plug that shit. They're like, we're <laughs> done, we're leaving it behind us. Sounds good. Farrah, however, <laughs> is a little bit stressed. 
Farrah's got PTSD out her asshole, and so does Tamlin. Um, since he's so much older than her, he has like centuries of PTSD, but Feyre has a human heart still. And she just went through like the most atrocious things. And so she's hanging out at the spring court. They got engaged. They're like fucking like rabbits in the meadows of the spring court. <laughs> la, 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 la. Very nice. This bitch. Uh, e- okay. How do you say it? Eonthe? Iantha? Ianthe. Okay, Ianthe, yeah. she's a high priestess. She comes to help out. Things are bustling in the spring court. Tamlin's job now, in his mind, is to um, reestablish calmness and order in his court. And that means sticking to tradition. So his goal is to secure the borders, make, th- make sure things are cool. Towns are being rebuilt. That's all fine and dandy. But Feyre, God damn it, my microphone. <laughs> Don't. Oh, I'm using my hands so much. But Feyre, <laughs> Feyre, now a fey, is finding out that she has some magical powers. So in between uh, waking up from nightmares of Amarantha, she, like literally cutting this- up her titties... I just need to say, she, she starts to find out because she's just fucking breaking so many forks. <laughs> she's like, God damn it, I'm so strong and I can't use cutlery anymore because she's just breaking all of this silverware when she tries to eat anything. When she closes doors, she shatters the glass of them. <laughs> she shattered like five different side doors. She is bending forks and spoons. It's not looking good for Feyre. She can't sleep because Amarantha's haunting her dreams and demons. Vomiting Vomiting in the toilet, just all over the bathroom floor. Tamlin's sleeping through it. (laughs) She's a mess. And when she is sleeping, then Tamlin's awake, and he's turning into beast form, and he's tearing shit up and he's freaking out too like a big giant dog on (laughs) 4th of July it's my I just I need to interject and say that I grew up with uh Great Danes my dad and my stepmom had Great Danes growing up and my parents had a a California king bed because they both would sleep on it with these two massive (sighs) animals which like Great Danes are like the size of small horses they're They're massive big and I just like <laughs> when I first read that, I just imagined like our our dog Harley like laying at the end of the bed because he just took up the whole thing. And that was like in my in the book I was reading, Tamlin at the end of the bed as the beast, but just like picturing Harley like laying at Farah's feet. <laughs> Good doggy. So. Good, Good boy. Good boy, yeah, so Tamlin. He basically is like a big dog guarding he the room. Pretty much is, yeah. When he's stressed, he turns into a big, big doggo. Absolutely. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh my god. So <clears throat> things are not uh things are not going dandy in the spring court. And Feyre is also feeling some tanglies inside. Feyre's like, listen, bro. I don't feel like painting anymore because Feyre's really into painting in the first book. Now it's like her thing. It's her like artist expression. And she's like, hey, I want to go outside. I want to go on an adventure. Take me on a trip. I'm Faye now. I'm not a human. I'm strong. 
um, as, as seen when I try and eat with any sort of delicate. <laughs> when I binary, snap every fork in the house. You know, um, I, I've destroyed a couple windows. I feel like I could <laughs> hold my own against, you know, the minor threats. <clears throat> now that Amaranth is gone. And Tamlin's like, great idea. No. And he's like, uh, I love you, but uh, I think it would be better if you stayed home. So Feyre's like, what the fuck? Uh, so she's hanging out with Iante. She doesn't want to talk to anyone. She's like really lethargic and super depressed and uh, has hella anxiety. And so she's just like spinning her wheels. And Iante's like, how about we plan some parties? And uh, every time Feyre wants to go outside, Tamlin's like, no. Farrah wants to train and, um, like, learn to defend herself. Tamlin's like, no, that's going to draw attention to the other courts, and they're going to think that, like, you have powers or are special for some reason, which, like, we're just ignoring the fact that, like, you are obviously developing other powers. Um, But we're just, like, going to ignore that. And then he's like, so, like, if you, you know, since we won't be training, why don't you go paint, Feyre? Or why don't you go help Beyonce pick out the platters for dinner this evening? And she's like, fuck! She's like, "Eh, I really don't want to. But then in the book, she's like, but I do it. For him, I do it. For him, I would would sway on just this one thing. (laughs) He was having a hard time, too. And if I could just do this one thing... I'll do it. And this is, of course, what you were reading while we were talking during our last podcast. And so, like, of course, you're like, Tamlin's a piece of shit. And I'm like, (laughs) he's not that bad. But now he is that bad, okay? He is that bad now. Um, And so he's using his power as the High Lord of the Supreme Court, as her husband in, like, this patriarchal society to, like... But they're not married yet. They're not married yet. Um, And so, yeah. So there is this new thing that's happening again called the tithe. I guess it's not new, but it's basically where instead of paying um, taxes on how shit, do you say it? Tithe. 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 T i t h e. Tithe. I say tithe because it, I I I mean it's like tithing in church. Tithe. Okay. Tithe. It's because like in, in, at church, um, when I used to go to church, you have to pay a tithe um i think it's like every sunday when you go um it's supposed to be over like the course of a year it's supposed to be 10 percent of everything that you earn goes back to the church okay well i I which is like like a fucking lot it's a lot when you're like in high school and you're like (laughs) i only have 60 dollars does god really need that much i mean he created everything so do you think god would be that upset if i spent this on a a cone at mcdonald's (laughs) or if i you know i have to give this money to the church got a tank top from rue 21 (laughs) (laughs) i felt that i felt that that hard (laughs) so a tithe at least i wasn't like a tithe Hello, Ferris. <laughs> it's a teeth Duh. Oh, my God. You're making me laugh, cough. <laughs> I don't know if okay. you can hear it. <laughs> so, the, Tamlin is enacting the, the, the tithe on his his lands. And Pharaoh's like, ooh, this is kind of shitty. And he's like, pay up. You have three days. This water wraith comes up, and she's like, there is no fish in the pond. And he's like, pay up, sister. And she's like, but there's no fish in the pond. <laughs> I love that voice for her. That's so good. Because I read it too, where she's like, We have nothing to eat. (laughs) The ponds run dry. (laughs) 
My skin is drying out. My sisters are hungry. Please, let it slide. And Tamlin's like, no! Get out of here! My tummy hurts from laughing. Holy shit. And Farrah's like, uh, that's not good. And she's like, Tamlin, we don't need a bucket of fish. And he's like, he's like, everyone must pay the tithe. And she's like, but, but I have a whole room of jewels. We don't need that. And so Bera, Farrah, 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 Bera, Bera. <laughs> we're keeping it together, okay? We're a half hour it's in. Fine. We can do this. Plow through. Okay. So Farah runs after the water wraith and is like, hey. And the water wraith's like, what's up? Farah's <laughs> like, take she all. Turns around, she's like, what? Farah's <laughs> like, listen, take all my jewelry, okay? Take it all. Go pay him. Go pay my fiance. And she's like, with at my what money. price? <laughs> I'm sorry. She says, she says, at what price? <laughs> and Pharaoh's like, nothing, nothing at all. Just, just take it. And she's like, thanks. She was okay. Like, she was like, we will not forget this kindness. And then she like rolls back in and pays her tithe. And uh, Tamlin and Lucian are like, what the fuck did you do that for? And she's like, I never have worn the same pair of jewelry twice in a row. So I, whatever. Alan, I, Some shit like that. I love that you're Feyre. Every time you do her voice, you always start with. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong, like though? A, Am I wrong? No. No. <laughs> Next episode, we're going to talk about how fucking dumb Feyre is. <laughs> not that she's not she's not she's cunning but she's dumb <laughs> okay so things like that Farrah's not having a good time in the spring court it's her wedding day though and she's like Ugh, for Tamlin I'll do this she fucking hates her wedding dress she's she, got this ugly <laughs> ass like princess from enchanted dress that is just like a huge marshmallow mm-hmm. with sleeves. Mm-hmm. She hates it. She hates it. And Tamlin hates it too, but Tamlin's like, but I don't care what you think. And so Vera's <laughs> walking down the aisle and she's like, look at Tamlin. He's so hot. And then she <laughs> looks down at her feet and she sees red rose petals and she's like triggered because red anything red reminds her of being under the mountain with amarantha and so pharaoh's like hell no 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 hell no as she's walking down the aisle and then she just stops walking and tamlin's like come on baby come over here and Beyonce's like come join your husband bride and she's like no 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 somebody come help me in her she's brain like screaming hole. in her head yeah and she's get like, me the hell out get of here. me out save me help me someone please help me stop this now and who shows up okay, this is, and this is my first note <laughs> Reason is such a fucking drama queen. <laughs> and I love it. Not only does he interrupt 
Feyre's wedding, right as it, they are about to become husband and wife. But he shows up with a thunderclap yes. that sounds like two boulders hurled against each other. Oh, which I is forgot about that so line. Fucking loud. Like, mm. he shows up and shakes the whole spring court. Everyone's thinking there's an earthquake. People are screaming, mm-hmm. falling back. People are running as mm-hmm. darkness is like erupting around them. And Feyre's, or sorry, t- uh, Reeson says, Hello, Feyre, darling. Oh, and it's like, my God. <laughs> and we're like, holy shit. But at this I point. Can't do, <laughs> I can't do a refined English accent. So if I were to do Reason's voice like out loud, it would be like, hello, Feyre, darling. <laughs> and I don't think that's how he sounds. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy shit. Hello, Feyre, darling. <laughs> He's got a horrific Cockney accent. But is it He's straight out of Oliver? How heavy is the accent? Because I imagine Lucian to have an a, a British accent a, mm-hmm. a little bit, but I also like, was like, okay, well, it, does each court have their own accent? In which case, then Reeson probably wouldn't, unless there's like a lot of crossover from Autumn Court. I don't know, but is it like, is it like, hello, favorite darling, or is it like, yes, is it? Is it it's m- like the guy from, and when I read it in my head, it's like um, the actor who plays Lucifer on Lucifer. Okay. like okay. his his accent. Um, but I mean, if you think about like, they're high lords, right? And yeah. all the high fae, they have access to better education than all mm-hmm. of the other mm-hmm. uh, fairies. So they probably like are taught to read and write with a specific like style of education so they might all kind of talk with like a like elevated uh english diction yes Yes. diction diction interesting (laughs) yes god my throat i'm sorry i laughed and it just sounds like a like a frog's like (laughs) i haven't noticed anything i i will say i've not noticed anything (laughs) weird or wrong about your your laugh um, okay. So Reason's here, and Farah's like, "Ha!" Huh. Farah's just kind of frozen. She's a little bit in shocky right now. Everyone's like, "Oh, we thought it was an earthquake, but it's worse. It's Reason." <laughs> and uh, is like, "Bye, peace out." And she's like, "Gone." <laughs> and Tamlin's like, "Reason, get the fuck out of my wedding!" And Tam- and and or yeah, Tamlin's like that, and Reason's like, "No." And so he's like, time, I'll, I'll do the British accent. We'll do British accent now because that yes. is what, pa- what Paris like. Please. And he's like, it's time to go, Paris. And she's like, um, I, I can't, there's not, I, God damn it. There's <laughs> not, <laughs> she's like, there's not, I don't want to stay here, but I don't want to go. Um, can we should get I say together? I go now? Exactly. <laughs> and Tamlin's like, don't you fucking do it. And Reason's like, I'm going to do it. And so he yeets Feyre out of there. And Feyre's like, what did you do? And he's like, I (laughs) saved you like you asked me to. She's like, I didn't fucking ask you. And he's like, yeah, you did. You were screaming uh, for somebody to help you. And twas I (laughs) who did it. And so she yeets her shoe at the back of his head. It's like a delicate silk slipper. And she fucking throws that shit like a like a softball yeah, at his head. Because she's so probably with like strong. when it hit, it probably felt like being hit yes. by a softball. Yeah, she you know breaking forks and shattering windows, throwing slippers. She's very strong now. Yes, she is. Yeah, which I will say, Paris. In the last mm-hmm. episode, you and I literally talked about. We were joking that Feyre is a Hulk with how she carried that deer through the woods in her human form. <laughs> 
I didn't. I was like laughing my ass off when <laughs> I went. I was like, holy shit! Wow, it really was like maybe that was foreshadowing that Sarah just never mentions. She never like overexplained that. She was just like, Sarah just happens to be able to carry this giant deer and a massive wolf pelt. Uh, she's just do that. Stacked. Do with that what you will. Yeah, exactly. She's fucking jacked. Um, but she's also, Feyre has been withering away, we might add. Uh, she has been starving. At, oh, yeah, at the, she's sticking bones. She can't She can't keep any food in because she vomits all night. Sti- Sorry, sticks and bones. <laughs> Sticky bones. She's sticking bones. <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe I should stop drinking this wine. <laughs> My wine's gone, so... <laughs> I'm drinking water, but, um, you know, it's still Smart. there. I still got the giggles. Uh, <laughs> so this uh, begins our time with Recent and our time at uh, the, the night court. And this is in a palace where we only hang out in, during this time, but I'm not mad about it. And it is, I don't even know what it's called. Is it called just the Moonstone Palace? What is it called? Uh, no, it's the House of Wind. It's not the House House of of Wind Wind yet. Because the House of Wind is Valeris. And then the Moonstone Palace is right on top of the Court of, uh, the Hewn City. Court of Nightmares. Oh, fuck. Well, it's, 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 what is it called? Oh, now I have to know. Okay, keep. Okay. Keep talking I'm just going to call it. it the Moonstone Palace because it's made of fucking moonstone. It is. It, it is called? It's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm, I'm just saying. Sorry. Gotcha. <laughs> it is. I'm looking for it. I'm sorry. That's no, okay. It is gorgeous and it is open air. The windows don't have glass panes because Reason's so powerful that he just like envelops it in warm. So they're up on these snowy peaks that are just like bitter cold. It's gorgeous. Just mountains for miles. But uh, it's warm inside this moonstone palace. And so her room is like this beautiful, tasteful room with like a mood lighting and like just a like a, a infinity hot tub as her like bathing pool that's like half in, half out into the elements. But it's of course really warm. And so like this is where I, this is my first note, is I was just using this to like fantasize about luxury. This is, like, what got me to, like, start making clothes and, <laughs> like, wearing nicer things and, like, do you, wearing makeup. Like, I was just, uh, and bathing. I was taking a lot of baths starting now. Um, God. Wow. Sarah knows how. Sarah knows what we like. Sarah knows. Yes. Okay, just really quick. In regards to where they are at. Yes. Um, he takes her there. He says, welcome to the night court. She says it's beautiful, that there's a jasmine-scented breeze, mm. that there are towering pillars and gossamer curtains mm-hmm. that are swaying in that jasmine-scented breeze. Ugh. And um, he says to her, this is my private residence. And that's kind of it. But then later on, when they first go to Valeris, I think he mentions that he has two homes. Um, and that, like, one of them is Valeris and one of them is, like, up on the mountain range. And she can, like, look up and see that there are, like, kind of window cutouts and, like, the the cutouts for where there aren't any walls. And so I I think... I, I don't I don't know what it, it's official I don't, name I think it's a third be. one because he was like she was like what's up with this place and he's like I don't know my ancestors were kind of interesting and she's like okay that's like where he lived as a child yeah or something like that because the house of 
is it what is it house of wind house of earth and wind what is it called? the house of wind i wind. think the house of is wind is in carved into the mountain where like the windows are cut out of the mountain whereas this one sits on top of the mountain and the townhouse is below the mountain i think it's a third oh. residence you do? You don't think it's the House of Wind? Because she's when she gets flown to the House of Wind, she's not like, I remember that place. She like Yes, she just, is. No, she isn't. What? No, she is. I'm going to find it. I Keep don't talking. think so. Okay, anyway, this is so unimportant. She's I know. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. She, because, okay, let me say, when, when, she, when they fly to the, um, when they fly to the Hewn City, when they're like, time to go underground, BB, and they're on their way there and they're flirting, she's like, oh, look, over there is the Moonstone Palace. I remember mm-hmm. hanging out there in our first early days. And then they swoop, go underneath the, um, the mountain. But she doesn't say... It's not near Valeris. Valeris is d- different. Like the... Um, because during Starfall, they can watch Valeris from... Like they can watch over Valeris from the House of Wind... But they can't. They, she didn't see Valeris in the Moonstone Palace. You know what I mean? I'm gonna. I'm. Well, I will be 100 percent honest with you. I'm a little intoxicated, and it's kind of hard <laughs> for me to follow that right now. So okay. maybe we'll just say right, we're just that, that it is Reason's Reason's pad, Reason's and we'll move on. Pad from there. number one. Okay, we're hanging <laughs> out there. She's partying anyway. We're hanging out with Reason. Reason's like, listen, Farah, I'm gonna teach you how to read. And she's like, why? And he's like, cause I I want to sext you. And she's like, okay. <laughs> And so Reeson starts teaching how to how to read. And he's also shitting on the spring cork. He's like, you're fucking skin and bones. And so she's like sort of starting to eat a little bit there. But he only gets a week with her. And then he yeets her back. And she's been an asshole. She's like, fuck you. I hate you. Even though like, yeah, you stopped me from marrying him. Um, but like, I still want to go home. And he's like, fine, whatever you wish. I love you. <clears throat> what? Um, and uh, so she goes back to spring court and they're like, tell us everything. Tell us everything you saw. And so she's like acting as a spy for them. They're not really concerned about like whether or not she's okay. I mean, like they were, but they were like, did he violate you? And she's like, no, I'm fine. And they're like, well, then just tell us what's going on. And she's like, well, I'd really like to uh, learn how to defend well, myself. And they're like, mm, also, no. Tamlin, Tamlin like turns her down. She's like, come on, I just got back. I'm real hot, and I want to rumble with you in oh, the sheets. Oh yeah, she was and like, he's come like, on, let's no. fuck, dude. And he's like, yeah. How about instead you tell me <laughs> the details of the night court? And she's like. And her pussy dries up. And it's like, oh, poor girl. <laughs> you know, she gets cock-blocked by her lover, which is sad. Um, so then it's like, you know, the one thing that they had going for them, which was their hot sex, then he was like, no. And she's like, what? Um, so then they, like, kind of stop sleeping together and stop sleeping together. And so over the course of the weeks, Fair is like planning these parties like trying to avoid humans and then reason will come pick her up they'll hang out for a while and during their time together reason explains he's like hey listen the king of highburn i'm thinking he's still out there and i think he wants to um yeah like take over the world and amarantha was just the beginning and pharaoh's like are you really that's kind of spooky and he's like yeah so that's important <laughs> information the king of highburn he's like war is coming pharaoh Listen, you've got human family. He's going to fucking kill them or he's going to enslave them or both. And Pharaoh's like, uh, that's no good. He's like, I know, right? She's like, okay, well, time to go back to the spring court. Fun time. 
And she's like, Tamlin, listen, Raisin thinks that Highburn, the king of Highburn, is going to fucking war, you know? And Tamlin's like, no, don't think so. Stay home. And she's like, no, let me go out. Let me help you. Let me do something, please. And then he's like, no, boo-boo. Sorry, no. And he fucking uh, locks her in the house. He uses like a big old fatty shield. And he's like, and she's stuck in the house. And other people can come in and out of the house, but she can't. She is specifically trapped and bound to the house. And Because like the doors and windows are open. But she yeah, can't she can get feel outside. the breeze coming through, and she can like smell the outside, but she cannot stick her hand through the window. She can't get through the door. Yeah. She's trapped to the house. Yes, and so uh, since she had spent the past, you know, three months under the mountain without being able to see the sun, being kept in a claustrophobic, dark. Uh, containment, she has a little bit of a panic attack and freaks the fuck out. And this is where her powers start to come out. She's got darkness around her and she's got heat and fire radiating off her to the point where it melts her engagement ring. And she is like... Which is sick as fuck. She's thick as fuck. Yeah. (laughs) And so she is freaking the fuck out. But then she is rescued by Morrigan, who is Reese's cousin, who we meet at the Moonstone Palace. I forgot to mention that because we were too busy <laughs> arguing about <laughs> whether that's the same as the House of Wind. And um, so uh, Morrigan's like, did you think that Tamlin could keep you from us, bitch? No. Reese snapped his wards with half a thought. And we're like, oh, yeah. And so uh, Feyre <laughs> is rescued by Moore, and she eats her to um, the Palace of Moonstone and shit. And Feyre's like, yes. that was crazy. Whoa. And uh, so, yeah, now that she is uh, a survivor of domestic abuse, essentially, Feyre now lives in the night court. And Reason's like, listen, girl, listen up. You can live here <laughs> for however long you want. I'm not going to tell you why later but i feel for you and uh you know i have a kind heart so you can hang out also if you want to work for me and help stop you know uh the king of highburn stop him from killing your family and all of us let me know if you want to work with me that's cool good. and so pharaoh's I'd be, I'd like be into that. well yeah we can make an arrangement uh i want you to work with me but like i'm not gonna force you because We've been there. It's your choice. It's your choice, you know, hanging out. And so Feyre, in her desperation for just any sort of grounding, is like, I'll take it. Deal. And so Feyre is now employed with Reason. So Reason's like, cool, sounds good. Let me take you to my secret city that I have kept a secret for a millennia and that no one else outside of this court knows about. And she's like, what? Well, actually, I just need to distinct, like, say that he was going to leave and Farah is, like, feeling like, oh, my God, I don't want to, like, be, again, feeling like I'm trapped in this house and that I can't go anywhere. Mm, take me with you. Just take me with right. you. Right. He was going to leave her like, in the Moonstone Palace. And she was yeah. like, take me the fuck with you. I will not stay solitary because, in this house. And she has been asking Tamlin for months, take me with you, take me with you. And he's been shutting her down. So she's expecting for Reason to also be like, no, sorry. Yeah. But... He doesn't say that. He doesn't say that. And he's like, all right, I'll take you, but you have to keep it a secret. It's a big boy secret. Uh, if you break the secret, <laughs> you will be murdering me and all my people, okay, boo-boo? And she's like, all right, sounds good. 
And so uh, they yeet into the city of Valeris. I like that instead of winnowing, they're just yeeting it's around. It's called winnowing in the book, but you guys can find that out for your fucking selves. I'm going to call it yeeting because that's easier to say when I have a bit of a wine headache, okay? So they yeet into Valeris. And Valeris is a city. Uh, it's got a river running into the ocean. So it's like a coastal river city, metropolis. And everyone's nice there. And there is no crime. And it's just artists and restaurants and beauty uh, on like the edge of the mountains, between like the mountains and the ocean on a river. It's like the most idyllic, ridiculous nonsense you don't ever heard of. Resort town Fuck that you want to go dude, to. Dude, absolutely. Yeah. Everyone's diverse. Everyone's happy. It's like world peace. It's like Aspen, but it's on the sea. <laughs> on the sea, exactly. Exactly. So, uh Fair is like, "Whoa, crazy." And then they eat into the, his townhouse and he's like, "This is my townhouse. Do you like it?" And she's like, "It's all right." <laughs> This is my townhouse. This house. is my townhouse. I like um, it, and it's I have simple. a lot of, and I've got a lot of red rugs. Yeah, the color of red doesn't seem to bother you anymore. I know that was one thing. I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, you're gonna trip about the red at Tamlin's house, but you're not gonna trip about the red in Reason's house. Where's the continuity, Feyre? Why aren't you bothered by this, Feyre? At least she could have been like, red stresses me out, and he could have been like, snap, and then they could be like blue or green or some shit. They're blue. They're- <laughs> And for my next <laughs> trick, the reason's just like snapping and snapping making magic that, that, that. happen. And then yeah. she's like, the most powerful high lord in Prithian history. Like pulling out David Blaine <laughs> card tricks. <laughs> Pick a card. <laughs> Pick a rug, any rug. <laughs> So they roll into the townhouse, and he's like, all right, baby, listen here. There's this thing called the cauldron, okay? Now that you're working for me and you're on my side, I can tell you all these cool things. The king of Highburn, I think, is looking for what's called the cauldron. It's basically like God for in fey lore. And the cauldron created all things, which is super cool. But, however, there is a book that controls the cauldron, and we need to get our hands on the book. The book is in two parts. One was given to the summer court and one was given to the six human queens in the human realm. Cool. Conveniently placed at the little tip of our island continent. Uh, Super cool. And the reason why we need to obtain the two halves of this book is because if the king of Hybern is using the cauldron, he's probably A, going to want them and B, going to use the cauldron to obliterate everything and everyone and do like bad, dirty magic. So like we need to get it first. And so she's like, wow, that was a lot, um, more than I bargained for. And he's like, I don't want to hear it. Uh, anyway. And so <laughs> he's like, uh, listen, you've got special powers and stuff. She's like, no, I don't. He's like, yeah, you do. Stop lying to yourself and everyone around you, you bitch. Uh, he's like, but I think you might be able to track down the book. And she's like, what makes you think that? He's like, I don't know. Just a hunch, baby. And so he's like, I'm going to need you to do, like, a a special, like, little task. He's like, listen, I'm going to just give you a little test to see if you can, like, locate things that are precious to High Lords. uh, Because the High Lord of Summer Court is probably going to be connected to the book. I'll have you find something, a little, you know, scavenger hunt that's connected to me to see if my hunch is correct. She's like, okay, cool. 
So they go to the weaver's cottage, and he's like, go, Farah, go find the thing. What's that? I just was saying spooky. Spooky. It's surrounded by mossy woods, and it's a little cottage. Very Jack and Jill vibes that I'm getting. Oh, huge Jack and Jill vibes, but the cottage doesn't look good. (laughs) It doesn't look good. No. It looks disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it's a little nasty inside. Uh, on the outside, it's kind of like cute and idyllic, but on the inside, it's a little nasty. And the weaver, she is blind, but she can hear things. And so Pharaoh like, <laughs> rolls up and is like, What's... knock, knock, but not. Uh, and is looking around and she's like, hmm, the weaver's like humming this ominous tune that like Farrah heard. a horrible song. A yeah, horrible <laughs> song about a sister drowning another sister and then her body being used for like different bi- things. To Just, be like made into a violin, yeah, essentially. Yeah. And like she's like using hair for the strings, I think, or like her breastbone is like part of the, the instrument. It's gross. It's, yeah. It was, she's singing this creepy song and Farrah's like, just gotta get the damn thing. There's a, <laughs> a door and a chimney on the other side of the room and the door leads like out the back and she's like okay gotta find the thing and then she like sees this kind of like badass looking purple sapphire ring with like a star on it and a bunch of diamonds and shit she's like oh i feel tingly i'm this ring feels a little bit <laughs> orgasmic this must be reason's item so she snatches it and the weaver stops singing and she's like and the weaver's like, who's in my house? That's not how I imagined her voice, but like, I feel like it's appropriate <laughs> for this version of the story. Who's in my house? Because <laughs> she has a lovely voice. It's described, she has a lot. So she's like, who's in my house? But instead, I'm just like, who's in, whatever. Anyway, so Feyre's like. She's got a lovely voice. She's got a lovely, a beautiful hideous voice. face. A hideous, nasty ass face. She's an old gal. She ain't got no eye holes. She's got like these nasty, <laughs> decrepit like, sockets. Like leather skin. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like a horrible shade of gray yes yeah. so she's a putrid she's putrid but her body's hot mm-hmm. and she's got nice hair and a beautiful voice yeah she has beautiful black she's hair she's like the voice. ultimate butterface. <laughs> <laughs> like you just put a sack over her head and you're all good you know it's just about that rock and bod and that voice that's all that matters she's blind anyway whatever anyway poor weaver poor weaver so Feyre's like, time to go. And, but she reaches for uh, the door, but the fucking doorknob vanishes. And she's like, shut. And um, the weaver's like, mm-mm, bitch. I'm going to fucking make you into a sweater. And Feyre's like, oh, no. So Feyre starts climbing up the chimney, but she gets stuck in the chimney. And the weaver's like, I'm coming to get you. And Feyre's like, oh, shit. And Feyre starts freaking out. She's like, I'm going to fucking die here. She's like, ew, I'm covered in human fat or fairy fat or some type of gross the chimney is like covered in lard and hair and so she's like covered in like the goo of like the the weaver's victims (laughs) what was that sound that was casper playing video games in the other room was he like chortling to himself? Yes, what was that? That's his like exuberant laugh. He's like, ha. Ah. Um, yeah, he made Grand Champ on Rocket League. Uh, no mean to flex, but uh, yeah, oh so God. it's the highest ranking you can get. So uh, wow. he's really excited. Yeah. So it's he's like basically like being um, <laughs> dating like a high lord right there. Like 
Basically, you know. <laughs> Grinch, ham, pylord, what's the difference? Really? Same death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His, uh, <laughs> his gamer tag has wings attached to it, so whatever. Oh my god. <laughs> Stop. Uh, they don't have gamer tags in that game. I mean, I guess they do, but no wings. Anyway, uh, so Farrah's stuck in the chimney. She's covered in lard, which I imagine was disgusting for you to read, Paris. I, I uh, felt your disgust. That's one of the hardest parts of the book for me to yeah, get Yeah, I know. Nah. Well, and like the fact is that she gets out of the chimney and she's like, hair is sticking to her because she's covered in this greasy fat <laughs> and it's like human hair and human <laughs> fat and it probably just fucking reeks. Yeah. And like the smell alone would be enough to just make me pass the fuck out but also just the idea of like being covered in human remains is just yeah. so gross i think the covering and the gooey and stickiness is probably the worst part like the waxiness but honestly like if they were cooked if that's what the fat's coming from it's like brisket and then it's probably just like it smells like bacon or something you know yeah it's I- like Amran says she smells like barbecue yeah uh, yeah yeah yeah. so like maybe it wasn't as you know maybe the feeling was nasty but like maybe it smelled nice maybe maybe she got a little hungry a little hungry she is skinny uh (laughs) Uh, needs some milk oh god so uh pharaoh's like having a meltdown she's like i'm gonna die here i'm a worthless piece of shit i can't save myself sad Uh, and then she's like but wait I'm strong. And it's like Sarah J. Mass, Women Empowerment 101. Um, and then she's like, Ugh! and so she like yanks up, she like knocks a brick out of the chimney and like throws it in the weaver's face, like just crushing her fucking skull open. And then she like busts open so through the top of the chimney. A crunch of bones. Crunch her in the face, like right into her face. Uh, so, and then she like <laughs> busts out of the chimney, like shimmies out of it. And then she like yeets onto a branch. She like climbs onto a, a branch yes. and like re-enters the woods. And Reese and this motherfucker is just out there hanging out on a tree. And he's just like, what took you so long, baby? And she's like, you're a piece of shit. Because uh, he just kind of sent her to her death, but he knew that she'd be fine. And also, we all know that he would have come in and saved her before she got eaten and turned into a sweater, you know, a nice pair of joggers. Um, And some chimney fat. Some chimney fat, yes. So, confirmed, Feyre is a bloodhound. Feyre can, in fact, sniff out items uh, connected to... The High Lord. She's basically like a fey metal detective. She, like, (laughs) can find things other people cannot. Yes, of course. Duh. Yeah. So that's another power. Uh, We soon find that Farrah is fucking OP. Okay. (laughs) Farrah's got too much. She's got too much. Too much. Uh, So, yeah. So can confirm. Awesome. So they know that they need to go to the Summer Court. But before they do that, they go to the Human Realm to hang out with Nesta and Elaine, Feyre's two sisters, who are now incredibly well-off thanks to Tamlin's generosity during their early uh, love affair before Under the Mountain and shit. Yes. Uh, before he became may I, a tool. Interject, yes. I would like to bring up some things. Okay, so I have notes on when they go to the human realm, but I have notes before that that um, fit in somewhere in our previous conversation. I just want to bring them up. Yes. Um, one of my notes is... Uh, it's a quote that says, Reese with his smirking and sarcasm and bedroom eyes. And I just wrote, I've got heart. Ugh. 
So hot (laughs) in all caps. Those bedroom eyes. Those violet bedroom mm, eyes. You know, I've I've been analyzing fan art, which I think (laughs) fan art's really important. And it's part of what makes a book, like it can make or break a book. You know, like fan art is important. I think we could have a whole episode on the importance of fan art. But I will say (laughs) they are violet eyes, but she says his deep, deep blue eyes. They're so blue that they look purple almost. And it's Mm -hmm. like his eyes are incomprehensible. They are neither blue nor purple and yet both blue and purple. Mm-hmm. And I just, I couldn't even, I, I could barely find pictures of that color, you know? Wow. What a, what a specimen. Sarah, why would you do this? Why would you yeah. do this to us? She sets the bar too high. It's, it's so an unreachable bar. It's so bar. And yet we read, don't we? Well, and then this is another one. Um, this is a quote. The smell of him reminded me of the wind, rain, and salt. And something citrusy I couldn't name. Motherfucker. I'm like, on a good day, my boyfriend smells like Old Spice. So <laughs> I just, like, <laughs> I don't feel like that's fair. It's I, not fair, I just, dude. It's <laughs> he's scowling at me right now. No, it's okay. It, it's, I made a funny joke. We love it's you, okay. Brady. We love we you. We love you. You smell good. <laughs> <laughs> no, totally. Like, I, I was reading a thing and it was like, you must like, you must love your partner's smell. Not their perfume or their cologne or their body wash, their actual smell. And I'm like, I tolerate his smell. Like, it's not nasty to me. It's just like his smell. It's not, or like, it's just a smell. But like, Mm -hmm. when he comes home from a (laughs) 75 mile bike ride and he is drenched in sweat to the point where it's crystallized on his clothes and like, like there are smears of sunscreen against our door because like he's been sweating and like exerting himself so much and then like the sweat has cooled onto his lips and he kisses me and it tastes like salt and just like cold sweat like uh, that's not fair Sarah that's not fair okay that's there's nothing wrong with enjoying the smell of soap and no human smells like soap. I certainly don't smell like soap, okay? I don't smell like citrus. I don't smell like vanilla, all right? Maybe if I turned Faye, maybe we would all have a, a nice, you know, maybe he'd smell like juniper and I'd smell like <laughs> vanilla and clove and, you know, whatever fucking shit. But it's not fair, Sarah. No, it's not. It's not fair, as, especially as someone who, like, that is, like, the most important thing to me is how I smell. I know. Like, I'm very, very self-conscious about, like, my oral hygiene, and I'm very obsessive about it, and I really like to smell good and wear nice essential oils and perfumes and things. It's, like, just not fair that the Fay bar, again, has been set mm-hmm. so high, mm-hmm. and I can't quite reach it. And she always mentions it. She's like, ah, yes. the smell of him was my undoing. And I'm like, bitch, could you just not? Could you just give us a break? Could you just admit for once that he smells bad at some point, anytime? Like, even when they're, <laughs> like, he's sparring in the sun and he's, like, all hot and, like, sweaty, sweaty and musty. She's like, I could smell the sweat on him and his delicious scent underneath. And it I'm like, like, you I could smell the salt and the citrus. <laughs> and I'm like, no! <laughs> I remember, I remember like, years like ago salt. telling Casper about this. And he's like, salt doesn't even smell good, okay? It doesn't even... 
<laughs> he was like, it probably smells like sulfur or some shit. Do you even know what salt smells like? It doesn't even smell good. Whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. It's not fair to anyone. Holy yes. shit. Jesus. <sighs> Underneath that note, by the way, mm-hmm. in all caps and underlined, I wrote, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> This book is a Lana Del Rey song. Okay. <laughs> and Reese's, get... Reese's Pussy tastes like Pepsi Cola. Oh. <laughs> My God. Wow. Okay, continue about the mortal realm. I have notes about that. So they roll up to the mortal realm. Oh, by the way, I, I forgot to mention this. When Feyre rolls up to the night court... She meets the Court of Dreams, which is different than the Court of Nightmares. So the Court of Nightmares is what everyone thinks the Night Court's all about. Pain, Mm -hmm. suffering, torture, vanity, all that dark shit. But Rayson actually is a fucking cine role. And he has a bunch (laughs) of buddies that are also little cine roles. So there's Cassian, who is the general of his armies, this big thick, sexy man with with shoulder-length black hair and hazel eyes. Brute. Brute. A big old brute. Strength, big old chest, wide shoulder, broad shoulders. Um, the, the most, the best Illyrian warrior. Oh, I should mention. Yeah, okay. So Cassian and uh, Asriel as well. Asriel is what they call a shadow singer. And so he has these shadows that like follow him around and like chat with him and are like, "Hey, buddy, are you doing okay?" And he's like, "No, I'm really sad." He's like, he's like a really cool Peter Pan. A really, he is. He's like, he's like, who's even more broody than? Oh, Peter Pan. I thought I, for some reason I thought Harry Potter. I was like, well, <laughs> <laughs> no, Peter Pan, because Peter Pan has got that shadow. He's got thing. his shadow. Um, <laughs> he's just a Harry so Potter just, sure. No. Stupid, forget he's I like said a anything. Really cool Harry Potter. Oh my god, no, you're right. Yeah, he's like a hot um Peter Pan. Totally. Yeah. And they're described <laughs> as Cassian as like a rugged handsome, and Azriel's more like a a conventionally like beautiful handsome. And uh they're both like the most uh they are uh, the race of Illyrians, which are like a fey race in the mountains of the night court area, but they have rounded ears and they have big old hot, sexy giant bat wings, essentially. So they're just like flying men and they are like a warrior race. And so Cassian and Asriel are the best warriors and Cassian is the best warrior of all of them. Asriel is a recent spy master. So he goes and he does like espionage and shit. And they're both badasses, and um, we love them, and they're they're good boys and girls. Uh, we've met Morrigan already, uh, Reese's hot ass cousin, who is described as the <laughs> female equivalent to Reese, not in um, like aesthetics where she is like you know like a ray of sunlight. She has golden hair and rich brown eyes, but she's just as hot as he is, and she is vivacious and is the classic cornerstone uh, icon of female empowerment that uh, Sarah has to incorporate into her books of course all hail morgan <laughs> and her lifestyle and then we have Omrin, who is this tiny fey woman um or at least so there's hope there's hope there's for people hope. like me Omrin's short dude and she's the most powerful of them all Omrin, i think looks a little bit asian uh just like a smidge and she has silver eyes that like her 
her color, the color of her eyes like moves around and swirls. It's like smoke, yeah, like in a glass. Yeah, is how it's described. Oh, so wow, what, what a good. Oh, Sarah, you're the best. Uh, so Amrin is, <laughs> and she is actually some other. Um, I want to say, what's the word? Like ethereal, uh, celestial, like being essentially mm-hmm. encased in a fey body. And so she has this power that like no one really like knows what the fuck it is, but she is like intense and hardcore. She is like the most powerful, almost the most powerful out of all of them. She rivals Recent, who we find out is yeah. the not only the most powerful High Lord currently, is the most powerful High Lord in history. Um, and when she meets Feyre, she says, ah, so there are two of us now. So, like, you know that <gasps> Feyre must be pretty powerful because Amran is very mm-hmm. powerful. And they were both made into what they are. Yes. Yes. Both made and unmade. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So, Amran now has a buddy, uh, someone who understands what it's, what it's like to be in a foreign body and just, like, kind of walk around with some different insides. And so those are the homies. So the homies that roll up to the human realm are Feyre, Reeson, Cassian, and Asriel. Morgan and Omrin stay behind. Now, uh, Feyre's sisters, Elaine and Nesta, know she's Fey. Do they know? No, they don't know. Yeah, yet. well, they, 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 well, she tells them. She goes inside and takes her hood off and they're like, right. whoa, shit. You got pointy ears. It's the reveal. Where'd you get those? Right. And then, yeah. I couldn't remember. Yes. So this is the reveal. And she's like, hey, guys. And they're like, what the fuck? And she's like, yeah, <laughs> so um, I died and I came back and um, I'm a fae now. Isn't that crazy? Well. She's like, she's like, ah, hey. <laughs> hey, guys. Guys, look, look at my ears. <laughs> <laughs> and, um. Elaine and Nesta despise the Fae. They always have. Nesta more so than Elaine. Elaine is just like, I just want everyone to get along. Mm. Um, yeah, so they meet. They meet Reason. Reason's like, sup, I'm Reason. And Nesta's like, I spit on you. And he's like, just like your sister. Um, and then Cassian meets Nesta and is like, what's up girl and nesta's like i will spit on your grave you piece of shit nastian's like i'm so fucking hard right now oh my god and uh, asriel's just like i'm just here being me just partying you know and so they meet up and he's basically they're there because they're like listen we need a place to host a party where we can meet the the human queens because we need their book all right we need their half of the book Please let us use your house as an Airbnb for the queens real quick. And they're like, no. And Reason's like, Well, specifically, yes. Nesta's like, go to hell. Yes, yes. Get out of my house. Yes, you are correct. Yeah, Nesta's like, no. Elaine's like, whatever Nesta says goes. And Nesta's like, absolutely not. There will be no fae in this house. Uh, and I, we don't want anything to do with what's happening. And then, uh, Feyre's like, listen, guys, I know this sucks, but like, you're going to fucking die. Do you want that? I don't think so. She's like, I'm sorry. I just thought it was a funny joke. She's like the baby, you know, and she seems like, bitch, don't bring no shit in my house or whatever. And she's, it's like, bitch, bitch, don't don't bring no Faye in my house. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. The, uh, the box. Is that Roddy Rich? Yeah. 
He, isn't it, it? Is it Roddy Rich or is it? Oh, Dabby? is it the the baby? Maybe it's maybe it's that baby. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm so Bitch, sorry. Don't bring I no feel... Faye in my house. Oh, totally. Yes. You're right. <laughs> I know. I know what you're. I know exactly That's what you're it. talking about. We should just rewrite Thank the lyrics you. to that whole song. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. That's fucking funny. <laughs> but eventually they are swayed because uh, they don't want to die. And I think Nesta is just like anything to protect Elaine and her, you know, cuniness. Also, fun fact, Elaine is now engaged to like uber Faye haters and her like engagement ring is made of iron, which Faye are not susceptible to. Like that's not even a thing, but they like fucking hate Faye. So it's a little bit sketchy. They send all their servants out. They're like, bye guys. Enjoy your holiday. Go have fun. Stay away from here because um, these bad boys are here to stay. And uh, they're like, okay, cool. Oh, yeah, they sent them out before so they didn't have to find, like, see the Illyrians because the Illyrians um, have <laughs> wings. And that scares people. Reason mm-hmm. is half Illyrian. His mother was Illyrian. So he gets the fun option of wearing wings or no. They kind of just, like, disintegrate. Or, like, when he gets really upset, they, like, kind of pop out every now and then. Uh, <laughs> he loves using them, but he keeps them in it's like a It's like a rage boner. It but is they're like wings. a rage boner, but they're wings, but they're just as sensitive. Am I right, ladies? Let me see that wingspan. More on that next episode. I can't wait. Uh, so, yeah. So, they agree, and they're like, cool. We're sending a letter to the queens now that we have a spot to host them. Uh, the- I need to say something. Sorry, I need to interrupt. Yes. That they agree because Elaine specifically is like Nesta. Farah like worked most of her like young adult life to keep us alive and support us. Like let us return the favor. We need to let them use our house. Right. And so Nesta agrees because Elaine is the one who convinces her to do that. And I made a note and I said, "Uh oh, Sarah J. Moss. We love a character arc. Elaine isn't so dumb after all." Right. <laughs> Right, right. There's more to Elaine than just wispiness and I like to plant flowers. Because no woman is allowed to be dumb in these stories. They are no. all smart and forth, full <laughs> of forthrightness. Or they are evil. But they're still smart. Yes. True. True dat. I just felt like that was important, that important because Elaine does get a little bit of a character arc there. Fair. 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 I do not argue. <laughs> Sorry, I'm eating this um, coconut. It's delicious. Yes. Yum. So Elaine, um, PogChamp here <laughs> <laughs> at this point. Hell yeah. So now they're like, okay, well, we need to write a letter to the queens. They send the letter. They're like, all right, while we're waiting, let's go to the summer court and get that book. So they roll up to the summer court and they're like, what's up, Tarkin, high lord of summer court? Now, Tarkin... Yes, ma'am. That's so interesting how you say his name. How do you fucking say his name, Paris? Tarquin. (laughs) Do you want to say Tarquin? I just... Let's review the spelling. It's a Q, I know. But But it's... Isn't there an R? There, yeah, Tarquin. Isn't that how it's spelled? I say Tarkin. What does your pronunciation guide say? Um, do I have one? No, this book doesn't have what one. What the fuck? Sarah, consistency. Sarah. What the fuck? Tarquin. Yeah, T-A-R-Q-U-I-N. If you just do Q-U-I-N, that's Quinn. So Tarquin. 
but you right. can say it however no, you I'll want. No, I'll say Tarquin. I'll say I'll say Tarquin. Tarquin. I don't like it, but I'll say it. <laughs> if I could do Thank Manon, you. I'll do Tarquin. God damn it. Ugh. I know. I know. I know. God damn it, Sarah. We need hear our cries, please, Lord. We need the give pronunciation. Us that pronunciation guide. Better yet, give us the audio. Give us an audio so there's no Ugh. room for error, okay? We want to know what's right. Let us there's do your like, bidding with accuracy, please. There's like a USB huh? like little port stick that comes with each book. <laughs> and you like plug it into your computer, put your headphones on. And it's Sarah on the other end. She's like, hello. Thank you for purchasing my novel. Now I shall read for you the names of each character and how they are correctly pronounced. And like I that, pay that extra. is... <laughs> Absolutely. That's what I need. That is what, what we I need. Want. We want it. It's what we're here for. People want it. All right. Tarquin. Hello, Tarquin. Now, Tarquin and the majority of the people of the summer court are dark-skinned with white, blondy white hair and uh, light, beautiful blue eyes. And so there are all these sexy motherfuckers. He's described as very handsome. And uh, his sister, no, his cousin. Cressida. How do you say that? Cressida. <laughs> sure. I think Cress- I like Cressida. Cressida, because there was an I that. in there, right? Because there was yeah. an E-I. Cressida. Okay, all right. So, Tarquin. And <laughs> Cressida, his cousin, is the princess of uh, Summer Court. And uh, her brother, Varian, is the prince of the Summer Court. Yes. Now, Varian looks at Amran, Amran looks at Varian, they hate each other, and they want to fuck. So they are, like, off together for the majority of the, their time there. Just, like, you know, not talking to each other, but, like, Varian's like, I'll kill it's, you, and Amran's like, I dare you. Mm. It's written as um, a cat playing with a dog, yes. which I really liked that description. I did, too. They're both, like, apex, well, apex I don't predator. know if a dog is, like, an apex predator. <laughs> but, like, fair. But they're both, like, they could they could fight. They you could know? fight. They both could probably kill each Omrid other. Amrin would so. fucking destroy him um, in every <laughs> sense of the word, but, like, she doesn't really want to, you know? Like, yeah. She just wants, she just wants to, to tease play. him. Yeah. Mm, she wants to play with her food. Yeah. Before she eats him and sucks him dry, you know? Because <laughs> she drinks blood, people. Get your heads yeah, that's out what of the she gutter. Meant. Gross. Exactly. Anyway, so like Summer Court. Okay, here's the plan. All right, everyone, in the huddle. Feyre, your job, find the book. My job, distract people from you finding the book. Amrin, your job, distract people from me distracting people from Feyre finding the book. Ready on three. One, two, three. Team. And so uh, Tarquin is like, what's up, people? Hey, Recent, I remember you under the mountain doing me some favors, not exposing our secrets and, uh, you know, saving me and my people for, like, a hot second. Recent's like, no biggie, don't even worry about it, boo-boo. Uh, and Farah is like, Tarquin, you are so cute. It would be so easy to fall in <laughs> love with you and even easier to call you my friend. And he was like, wow, my dick's so hard right now, Farah. That's so cool. <laughs> He's like really taken by Farah. <laughs> he is. I mean, you're not wrong. He's really taken by her. And it's, it's wondered whether or not he's like just like into her or if it's because she holds like a kernel of his power. And he's like, which he can probably feel, like, which he is can like probably in feel. her. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, uh, you know, things ensue. They're t- so I'm- basically, like, just the, the tip of his power <laughs> is in favor right tip. now. <laughs> He's like, just the tip, my dear. She's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So Farrah convinces him to, like, show her uh, his treasure trove and all this shit. And she goes around the city. And she's like, I can't find this fucking book. Reese is off hanging out. He's schmoozing. He's making Farrah jealous by, like, chatting with the sister. And she's like, she's so pretty. I wish that he would look at me like that, even though he does flirt with me all the time. And I live in his house. <laughs> Disgusting, Farrah. Get over yourself. Jesus Christ. Open your eyes. This is where well, I start getting... Well, she does say... Sorry, what were you going to say? This is where I get annoyed. This is where I start getting annoyed with Farrah. I'm like, <laughs> bitch, really? How disrespectful to Reason's <laughs> generosity and flirtiness and just... Like, generosity with himself. Not even, like... She does clarify, though. She's like... She's like... Mm. He only, like... He only plays with me and is, like, distracting and playful, and but he's giving her those lusty, flirty eyes. And why don't I get those? And you're like, bitch, you could... You could. Oh, you you can have them. You threw a shoe yeah. at him. Like, what? What do you want? You know, like he obviously, <laughs> like he's literally paying you like a fat salary. You live in his house for free. You're on like his house credit. You could just like ring up his bill. You live in a secret city that is like the nicest city that is everything you ever dreamed of. Uh, you literally were like living in the palace that you like dreamt of and envisioned while you were like dying under the mountain. Under the mountain. So I don't yeah. know like what more you want. Stop it. I don't want to hear another word of your <laughs> complaining because he's literally pinning you against a dresser right now and you're sharing oh breath. And you are complaining that he was giving googly eyes to a girl that he obviously has no interest in. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I also love, like, how often Pharaoh walks into her room at any given point, and Reason's just, like, lying across the bed. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, and she's like, what do you want, Reese? But then she's like, why isn't he noticing me? <laughs> like, he's in your room. He's on your bed, you psycho. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Stupid girl. Ugh, annoying. Anyway, so Farrah's, like, hanging out. She's like, oh, no, we're almost about to leave, and I still haven't found where the book is. But then, of course, she sees a little building on low tide, and it's, like, peeking out off the shore. And she's like, hmm, that must be it. And uh, so eventually her and Amrin, they bust in. There's, like, a bunch of wards, and she's like, listen, wards, I am actually Tarkin. I'm not Feyre because I have a little bit of Tarkin in me. Listen to that. Listen, I am Summer. I am Heat. I am brown and they're like okay sounds good sounds i am good. salt i am, I am sea i smell good i smell like seaweed and <laughs> seagulls and Those semen <laughs> she's like hey listen <laughs> sorry go, go i'm just laughing so hard <laughs> seagulls <laughs> seaweed and semen <laughs> Is she not, though? Is she not? Where is the lie, Ferris? Okay. Where is the lie? It is not there. Uh, So they bust in, and then they're like, okay, here's the chamber. They're, like, wading through nasty, thick, mucky, stagnant water that's been hanging out there for centuries. And then they locate this lead box. That has the book in it. That has the book in it. 
And she's like, hey, boo-boo. And Book's like, who are you? Tell me about yourself. She's like, I'm Tarkin. And the book's like, liar. And she's like, ugh. And then the whole shit goes down. And so they are fucking trapped underwater. Tide's coming in. They are about to drown. Amran's using her big jacked powers to help get them out. <laughs> Feyre. She's got her- like fire hands she's got fire a forge her fist was a forge she described it as <laughs> she got fire hands and they are <laughs> Feyre she's putting Omrin on her back because Omrin's tiny she's and with all of her piggybacking. power can't swim really well <laughs> piggybacking that bitch up the stairs <laughs> they're going back up the stairs they almost reach it the door closes they're about to fucking die Feyre's like I know it but we also know that that's not true because we have a, you know 230 more pages to go so that can't be true and then of course they're yeeted out of the water not by recent who's been keeping watch and beating the shit out of all the guards who were responding to the alarms that they had triggered but it's the water rates remember the water rates from yeah we see that you're drowning (laughs) our sister told us what was going on and we came to get you our debts now repaid our debt is paid (laughs) (laughs) and they swim really fast and and then after that they swim away and Feyre's like well I hope they don't come back to fucking eat me but I feel like that's such a weird thought because if they were gonna eat her why would they save her first I like how she's not punch her in the stomach to make her breathe again. Yes, they like knocked all of the water out of her lungs. They gave her an armor and the Heimlich. They they rescued them and then Feyre, instead of having gratitude and being like, I am so fucking glad that I took that gamble and gave that girl my fucking earrings because <laughs> damn, that really saved my ass. Instead she's like, oh shit, I hope they don't fucking eat us. Like, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> You asshole. But then Omrin was like, yeah, that was kind of dumb to do that. Um, but I'm sure glad you did, silly human. <laughs> so they pass out on the beach and Reese is like, time to go, ladies. And he yeets them back to Valeris. And once they get back to Valeris, they're in the townhome. Cassian, Moore, Azriel are all waiting for them. They're like, tell us what happened. They're like, we are dusty. We are covered. I have seaweed up my ass. I got She's like I've got a clam in my bra. <laughs> Clamping on my titty. <laughs> There's a crab in my pants. I've got seashells in my ear. Can't There's y'all sand. wait? Can't y'all have give me a moment to take a bath? But they're like, no, no. So they sit, they set the uh, the box on the table in the dining room, and they're like all crowded around, and Pharaoh's like, hello, little box. And it's like, what's up, bitch? And she's like, like hey liar liar and she's like please open for me and the box is like please open for me Pharaoh's like open and the box is like no bitch you gotta be unmade and made some sort of riddle some shit and Pharaoh's like okay listen here is my mind and then the box is like ooh curse breaker okay and then the box opens which is cool and so Mm -hmm. inside the box is Half of the book, and it's made of metal sheets. <laughs> it's not a book of like paper no. and normal binding. It is a 
Um, it's basically like a ring of tablets with, <laughs> of tablets, and it just the second I read that, I thought of the Fisher Price toy <laughs> of like a ring that has like three plastic squares on it, and that's what I imagined was in the box when Vera opened it, and they all like lean in and like reel back in horror because there's a Fisher Price toy in the box. <laughs> oh my god, my stomach hurts. <laughs> Like red and orange and yellow and blue, yes. like primary. You know, the, you know the one. <laughs> I didn't even play with those things, and I know exactly what you're talking about. And they're like, ah, oh, the power. <laughs> what language is that? And it just says Fisher Price. Like, <laughs> uh, holy shit. Oh my god. So Amrin and Reese, they're looking at it. They're the only ones who are like like Amrin's shook, but she's not horrified like everyone else. And Reese is like, mm, what do you think about that, Amrin? And Amrin's like, that is the bobbity boop boop bop. I don't remember the name of it. She's like the the holy tongue. And basically it's a it's alluded to that um that is uh Amrin's like OG language. It's called it's called the Lishon Hakodesh. Lishon Hakodesh. The holy tongue. Which is essentially her like native language. And Reese is like, listen, I know you're an old gal, but I figured if you could learn to translate this, if you could decode this, then not only could we like save the world, but also there bet there's a spell in there that would send you home back to your home planet. And Amran's like, deal, bitch. Thanks, Reese. And so that's Amran's new job. She like yeets out of there with the book and is like, bye bitches, about to go decode so I can send my ass home and also like save your asses, but like send my ass home. So Amran's gone with a book and she's going into like her apartment to go like hole up there. <clears throat> and Feyre is like, cool. So now we're just like ch- Jay chilling. They're waiting for a response from the queens. The human queens haven't given them a response yet. Amran has to decode the book. So then she's just like, they just party. They just party in Valeris for a hot minute. And uh, Feyre start, like, learns, like, walks through the city. We find out that it's, like, just delicious, and we just want nothing more than to be able to go to Valeris. Mm, I just <sighs> want a timeshare there so bad. So I, or maybe maybe my, my house. An apartment. I would, I would like my house there. I'd yeah, like an apartment. A, yeah, apartment, townhome. Um, we could just share one with Reese and I think that would be, be great. cool. We could just go there. I, yeah, I'm down. That would be nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so Farrah's like, you know, she's eating, she's getting her figure back. She's training with Cassian. She's training with Reese. She's, uh, using her elemental magic. Now she can make butterflies out of water, you know, super tactical. <laughs> I Jeez. thought you were just gonna say, now she can make butter. She can. <laughs> she's, she can make she's butter. She's taking butter cooking every day. classes in Valeris. <laughs> she's really just like having a time. Um, I was really jealous of of Feyre's time in Valeris. Um, yeah. Honestly, I was like, you're wasting it. Okay, you're wasting it. Why are you not partying every night? Moore has the right idea. She's going out. She's getting drink okay she's getting <laughs> litty titty she's lighting up the dance floor she's got her yeah you know what i mean like oh my god Absolutely. i wish so uh yeah and they're partying 
Um, until they get a response from the mortal queens. And I think that is a good place to stop because after yes. that, shit gets crazy and really busy and really fucking sexy. And oh. I cannot wait to talk about wet pussies next episode. I <laughs> cannot wait to talk about boners and yep. wings and... This next mm. episode is basically going to be the podcast version of the song WAP oh, by Cardi B and Megan Stallion. <laughs> I want you to touch that little dangly dang that's swinging the back of my back of my throat. Yes. I want you to park that Mac Daddy truck <gasps> right, right in this little, little garage. garage. <laughs> line. I want you to park that Big Mac truck right oh, in this little. I like how she growls. She's like right in this little garage. Little garage. <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, which is basically what yeah. Feyre sings recent um, the majority of the time while she's being a yes. stupid idiot. Um, but yes. So I have yes, please. I have a, I have just a few more little notes mm. that I think are important to add. Mm-hmm. Um, just going back. Uh, one of them is that recent is like Mary Poppins, and I love uh, imagining sound effects of things that he pulls out of literally fucking nowhere. Like I love thinking of the fact that he like pulls out a candle and making it make like the sound, like when it comes out. <laughs> like, he just kind of has this this briefcase that reaches into, you know, the in-between, and he pulls out all of these, like, fun things. Like a bed. He, like, can fit a whole bed in there. <laughs> and it's just, so he's true. like Mary Poppins. He is and like I, Mary Poppins. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> I was just imagining, like, a, like, a, like, you know, something like that. Just like a, but I like the pop more. <laughs> it's just, he's like, ooh, do you need something to drink? And then just... There's a beverage. <laughs> oh my fucking god! Yes. <laughs> and then <sighs> I have another note. Um, oh, this is a good one. Okay, so you know that Sarah J. Moss is a person who loves fantasy probably as much as we do, mm-hmm. and you know it takes one to be able to write something this magnificent and huge and with characters this deep and rich. Epic. And I. I just loved this line that Feyre says, and I think it's like, I think it's Sarah like speaking from experience, and it like really struck me because I was just thinking like, oh my god, I feel that way too. And the line says, um, she's Feyre is reading a book, uh, and it's like she's just going through these books because Reese has just taught her to be able to read, and um, she's practicing by reading books and like drinking tea. Same. <laughs> she's reading the book and she's saying that the action of reading the book is, and the quote is, given me quiet, steadfast company with those characters who did not exist and never would, but somehow made me feel less alone. Oh, bitch. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's me. Oh, my God. And I, that was I just a total meta moment for sure. Yeah. yeah. I was like, don't you talk like that. Don't you say that. <laughs> I was like, I know. By by, don't exist and never exist, never will exist. What do you mean by that? What do you? What do you? 
That's the part that's painful because it's like, oh my God, I love the way that reading makes me feel and how I feel surrounded by all of these new friends and characters and like I get to be seduced and I get to fall in love and it's so, it feels so real, but then at the same time, it's like these aren't real people. They don't exist. This is fantasy. This is what fantasy's for, but then that's so like crushing and heartbreaking that like, Maybe I don't get to go to Prithian, oh you know? God, like, you can make me fucking cry, dude. I really, I think after we finish this series, we should have kind of like a lethargic episode of breaking down just the the joys, but also the pain of reading fantasy. Because yeah. I think that's something that nobody really talks about. I like, you see it in memes that it's like, me waiting for Mr. Darcy, mm, you know, or like, uh, you know, true everyone, true love doesn't exist. Me, and then it's like a picture of, you know, Feyre and Recent, or like a picture mm-hmm. of Aelin and Rowan. And, and it's like, yeah, they're memes, but it's like, I don't know. I, I thought I was alone, but you share the same sentiment, and I feel like my mom does too, of just mm-hmm. like the, the sheer longing and heartache that you feel. Um, in like the real world sometimes so not all mm-hmm. not always but like sometimes it really fucking hurts yeah why did she do that i don't understand and also like how did she write this shit you know like does she <laughs> does she experience does she not feel that too does she write because she feels that or does she write these things because she doesn't feel it I don't fact, know. Her husband is pretty hot. He's like, very handsome, she, and he seems like a good papa. Yeah, he just seems like a really decent dude, and their chemistry is awesome. I mm-hmm. really liked their interview together when they were talking about Crescent City, mm-hmm. and their baby is really cute. And, like, maybe he has wings, and we just don't know. <laughs> maybe we just can't see them, you know? I yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like, she was saying how, like, she saw him at her like freshman orientation and was like I want him and then she got him and then they just stayed together and they just like had a baby and he just like supported her in her dreams and now she's like a breadwinning best-selling author while he like helps take care of their child in their like Victorian home in Pennsylvania like what kind of fucking bullshit is that Sarah I absolutely no I cannot it's so Oh my god. I'm wow. I'm so happy for her though. <laughs> I know. She deserves it. She brings so much She's, joy to our lives. Like bitch. She deserves everything in world. Everything. She just, we love you, Sarah, if you're listening. We love you too. <laughs> I like, I've, I've said this to you in person, but I'll say it again on the podcast. I'm currently living in Pennsylvania and I'm like secretly hoping that every time I go to the giant eagle... I will like run into Sarah. She'll just be there shopping and like mm-hmm. she'll have Taryn in the cart and and her, maybe her husband is there also and she's like looking at artisan cheese and I just yes. come up and I'm like hi hi Sarah my you don't know me but my name is Paris and you changed my life and then I shit my pants and <laughs> it's embarrassing and it smells and like she doesn't really know what to say because there's just like a pool of diarrhea at my feet and she and, and kind you, of just smiles you, and and what you look up at her and you say my bowels just turned watery. I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. And she she smiles in understanding and then yeets out of there. 
And that's the end of the story, folks. <laughs> I can't it. think of a better ending to this podcast. <laughs> oh my god. Well, until next time. Which will be soon, my friend. Next <laughs> week, we're going to talk about the second half of this book, A Court of Mist and Fury, where Ooh. it gets real steamy and yes. sexy Ooh. and bloody and Ooh. just mm, mm, delicious. Mm, it's delicious. a delicious second half. Wow. I cannot wait. Thank you for <laughs> sharing this journey with me, Paris. I would, I would rather do nothing else. I would, does that make sense? I feel like yes. I said that really weird. There's I nothing rather I'd rather do. Nothing else. <laughs> There's nothing I'd rather do. <laughs> what I meant to say. <laughs> I would rather do nothing else. Goodbye. I would rather do anything else than this, but um, I would not rather do anything else. <laughs> uh, all right. I understand what you mean. I understand, and uh, likewise, likewise. Till next time. Bye. Bye.